God called me to be a missionary church planner, and we were on our way to live in Kathmandu, Nepal. It's really far away. I had heard a recording of a sermon of uh, a pastor, and he was talking about how much God loves us. And he mentioned how he had earlier in his life kind of chosen something at random, not at random, but chosen something that if he were to see that throughout his day, that it would be a reminder that God loved him. The pastor who was preaching was from the United States, and he chose the penny, the United States penny, one cent, which occasionally, I don't know how much anymore, right, but years ago, occasionally you would just find one lying on the ground. And whenever he saw that, he would pick it up. And so I kind of adopted that. And initially I chose the penny as well, because that was the sermon illustration. Um, But then I began looking at sparrows. And I remember reading these verses in the Bible about that the sparrow is a visible reminder of how God values us. And so I started going penny, sparrow, penny, sparrow, and then I landed on the sparrow. And uh, then we moved over to Nepal, and um, part of the reason I chose this was because there aren't going to be any pennies in Nepal, right? (laughs) How rare would that be? But also at the time, I didn't realize that there would be sparrows there either. And uh, moving to a new country, as many of you know, can be a very scary experience. And uh, it really tests your faith. And so I began to notice, and there would be sparrows around there in Kathmandu. And it would be when my heart was filled with fear, some sparrow would come by and it would just immediately remind me that God loved me and that he cared for me. When we moved there to Nepal, there was, it was a time of political unrest. And there was one Maoist party, like the Communist Party, that were fighting against the, uh, the monarch, the king, and kind of the loyalist. And uh, it had been going on for a number of years, and it was kind of all kind of coming to a head. And uh, they ac- actually had a war, and they were fighting battles out in the hills. And they stopped fighting, but in the city, it was still very, there was still a lot of turmoil. And in order for anything to get done in the government... They would have what they called a banda, which in Nepali means to stop. So what they would do is that whatever party was upset with the politicians, they would declare that there would be this, this, uh, this banda. They would uh, have a blockade, essentially. And they would stop all traffic in the city. And um, if you were to come out of your house or if you were to ride your motorcycle or drive your car through the streets, there would be so many thousands of people that you would be stopped. And if you were on a motorcycle, you could potentially get beat up, but they would always dump your motorcycle over. Of course, the petrol would spill out and they would light it on fire, right? Because you had defied their, their demand for, for traffic being stopped. And we knew this. And you just learn to be careful. But we um, were still very green and naive. 
And, uh, and um, so we needed a few things out in uh, one day. We just went about our normal uh, routine and we, we needed some things from the pharmacy. So we both climbed on my motorcycle. That's right. We both used to ride a motorcycle. Okay, all right. That's right. Um, and we went to the pharmacy. And uh, if you've ever been in a situation like this, there's just something very weird and eerie when you realize there aren't any cars at the normal time of traffic. There's, there, there's just something really, really weird going on. But being ignorant because we were new to the country, we just thought, oh, great, traffic's low today. I don't know what we were thinking. We pull up to the pharmacy and April jumps off and she goes in and I look back and there is a horde of protesters, probably half a kilometer down the street, very, very narrow streets. And you can hear it getting louder and louder and louder and they're walking towards us. And immediately I'm thinking, I'm a foreigner. I'm, uh, I'm defying the Bunda without knowing what's going on. They're going to burn my motorcycle. They're going to beat me and my wife up. This is really bad. And I'm sitting on my motorcycle because it was just a quick little stop. And immediately I'm like, what do I do? Like I didn't even think to pray in that moment. In Nepal during this particular time of year, it hasn't rained in many months. And so everything is very, very dry. And the mud, uh, when it was rainy, it's mud. Now it's just been ground to dust. It's very, very fine, fine, powdery, powdery dust, almost like baby powder. It settles on everything, including my motorcycle. And because we had been in a hurry to leave, I hadn't taken the time to wipe off the dust of my motorcycle. And at that moment, when I realized what was happening, there was a sparrow that came and landed right on my handlebars by the speedometer right there, just for a second, landed and then flew off. And when it had, when it jumped to fly off, it left an impression of its wings in that dust. And at that moment, it was a visible reminder that I needed and God told me, you're going to be okay. I'm watching you. And ever since that time, whenever I felt like you have those moments of doubt, we're human. The Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We're just the strongest among us at best is still a human being. And sometimes before we can think to pray, before we can think to quote a verse to ourselves, before we can even think of what to do, God is already there. He's already watching. And for me, it's had such a personal, um, it's played such a personal role in my life of God just reminding me instantly, I'm here, I'm watching. How many times in the city, in starting Sparrow Baptist Church, have I thought, had moments of doubt, had moments of fear, and a sparrow will just come by? And uh, you think, well, that's silly. Well, give it a try. Give it a try. So that's my story. I wanted to share that with you. That's why we're called Sparrow Baptist Church.